Welcome to Entrepreneurhood, where we break entrepreneurship down into three simple pillars, business, lifestyle, and motivation. Our goal is to use our personal experiences as industry leaders to guide and inspire young entrepreneurs to see the lesson in every challenge, because we understand that companies don't succeed, people do. Now, welcome the leaders of Entrepreneurhood, Lakeham and KB. Welcome to the neighborhood. You got your boy Lake Kim in the building, and I got my brother KB in the building with me. We're on episode 44, and we decided to name this one, Success Isn't Sexy. I've always thought becoming successful in the industry that you love meant that you'd always be motivated because you're doing what you're meant to do. And every day as an entrepreneur would be a new challenge. That's like what I envisioned getting into the game of entrepreneurship. But I've grown to realize that idea that I had isn't always true, even when you're in the field that you're passionate about. Because as entrepreneurs, we get bored too. And KB, he's going to let everybody know what the quote of the day is and why we decided to choose this topic. So KB, what's the quote of the day? The grind may go unnoticed, but your results will not. Putting in those long hours, doing the research, or talk a million people a day just to get your business to grow is not sexy. <laughs> but once you start getting those yeses, you're getting those invoices, it gets even sexier. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the part we have to realize entrepreneurs is like, you go, it's going to be time where it's going to be real ugly in the process. But if you keep going, you stick it out, then, you know, the results will speak for itself. It always happens that way, bro. It really does. The reason why we chose this topic. Because even when you find your gift as an entrepreneur, you begin to realize your days start to look the same. Mm -hmm. And you no longer have to think about the task at hand. It becomes second nature to you. Most people think success is receiving a blue check on Instagram or getting a million views on TikTok. When all reality, it's the victories that no one sees that creates the true success. So becoming successful is a very repetitive task. Sometimes it's boring as well. And if you do it wrong, you can feel stagnant in the process. The secret sauce in handling repetition of success is keeping your core systems the same, but add a little spice to the process. <laughs> so the truth is success isn't sexy, but the results after the grind and dedication will always pay you 10 times the journey. Bro, you preaching, bro. You preaching. And I think <laughs> like that's what people need to hear, man, because when everybody thinks of that super successful celebrity, <clears throat> that super successful athlete, they just see the results. They don't see the practice. They don't see the two-a-days. They don't see waking up at five o'clock to work out, then go play. Like, they don't see all that stuff. And that's the big misconception that I think we definitely got to talk about, bro, because they think that people are always motivated, even when you're in a field that you love. Yeah. And they don't see the time away, you know, from your family. And for your kids, you have to, you know, put in work on a daily grind and leave for your newborn most of the time. So it's, it's tough being a successful person because there's certain sacrifices. But at the end of the day, you make sure you get the results and you can share it with the ones you love. Yeah, bro. And I think that that's the main thing that I've realized is even people who love what they do, they have their moments that they might not want to do it or they might not enjoy the process. And as people get in the game of entrepreneurship or they chase anything that they want to be successful at, there's different ways that they can handle it. So we came up with three problems that we feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, they say in their business, 
that sometimes makes them feel like the processes of success is not sexy. So what are the three problems we got, bro? The first problem is I feel like all I do is work. Mm-hmm. And that's probably because you make no time for yourself. Grounded 24-7 sounds like a cool caption until you actually get burnt out. Yeah, bro. I don't think I could word that any better. It sounds cool. It sounds like the right thing to say. Yeah, I'm grinding. I'm working seven days a week, 365, until you try to do that. And you're like, nah, I need some me time or I'm not going to love what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. And we've all been at that point where we just locked in. And as you get locked in, you're like, yo, it has to be more than this. It feel like you're toiling. It's not even feel like you're progressing. You're just trying to make it work within your own terms. Yeah. And I feel like that takes us to the second problem. Yeah. And the second problem is I feel like I'm not making progress. And when I hear this problem, I think of entrepreneurs who aren't giving, you know, they all to their business, but expecting massive results. Very true. Very true. I think like progress and growth is in the eye of the beholder. It's really what you view as progress and what you view as growth. So I think there's always progress happening is what do you view as progress? Because what could what you might view as being stagnant, I may feel like, bro, you actually way better than where you used to be. So that's progress to me. But it's yeah. all based on the individual. Yeah, it's one of the things where you're not really showing gratitude and not really showing that, that love and appreciation for your work ethic because you're comparing it to X, Y, and Z. I agree. For the third problem, when entrepreneurs say, I feel like I'm losing my passion. I truly believe this emotion occurs when you stop challenging yourself to new heights. So it's like you have a nine to five routine business. So <laughs> there's no new spice involved. It's just you doing your business routines over and over. And it's easy to lose passion like that. Any relationship, you have the same setup when y'all go on dates, the same date, the same restaurant all the time, it's going to get boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like you can't go to the same restaurant and order the same thing every single time. Yeah. You can have your go-to meal, your go-to drink, but every once in a blue, you got to be like, let me try something I've never tried before. And again, it just, it gives you something to look forward to. And to be honest, when it comes to this problem, my first few years in business, I was so optimistic that I was like, there's probably never going to be a day that I'm not motivated to do what I'm doing because I love it. Like I'm coaching people. That's what I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be the boss and to have employees and to be leading people. So how could you be bored with that? But nah, bro, doesn't matter what you do. You could easily get bored or lose your passion if you're not, if you're not adding that variation. So let's get into the experiences you know that we share. For the first problem, I feel like all I do is work. What do you feel about that, Lee? Whenever I think of this, I feel like it's more of those entrepreneurs that's brand new or those entrepreneurs that got goals that they're trying to hit and they forget about everything else in the process. And it's tough. It's tough because sometimes we get such laser focus because we love what we do and we want to be the, the legend in our industry. We want to be the, the, that go-to guy or girl and the best, some, of the best yeah like the top notch and sometimes we just forget about everything else of why we doing it yeah when i hear this i felt this on another level especially in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship so i was so heavily invested in my business where i do anything i didn't do anything fun for myself 
So I just looked at it like, why spend money? I could just reinvest them back to my business or why spend time doing these things where I could be working on this. And as a result, I became stressed and I resented being an entrepreneur. I worked all day and didn't have the money to show for it. I, I was like, I have to change something about this because this is supposed to be fun. I get to do what I want. I don't have no boss, but I'm not having fun and I'm not making no money. Wait, <laughs> hold on. So I didn't know that. So you said like you resented it. Like what you mean that you resented being an entrepreneur? Why? Because once again, looking at people who are already successful, you see the results of them doing things that they can do because they're successful. So when you see Diddy on yachts and Jay-Z <laughs> buying another business or getting the nets, you know, yo, that's dope. But you don't realize the different trials and tribulations they took to get there. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing a lot. I'm working a lot. And I got my friends who got nine to fives. They're not even doing nothing at work and they're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> so it could different. And then people like, yo, you could do this. Let's go on this trip. Let's go on a trip. Nah, I can't. But they're like, yo, don't you do this business and do that business? And it's, you don't have the fruits of your labor to show for it. And you just can't. You can, but it will put you even 10 steps behind. So I resented it for a, a quick minute. And I had to take a look in the mirror. Hold on. I know when I, as I continue this, my life will change in a, in a couple years. Because right now, I'm doing things that people are not doing. So I could do things they can't do. In the future, yeah. At one point, didn't you wear like 16 different hats? What were all of the things you was doing, bro? Training, modeling, real estate, acting, philanthropist, a little therapist to my clients. It's a lot. And I had, I had to really scale back on a lot of things and really change my focus. So that's another thing, entrepreneurs. We like, I had the mindset like one of these things is going to pop. But at the same time, I was just spreading myself thin and not having no focus in a particular area that I could master. I, I changed channels and really locked in on training. And then after training really, you know, got to a certain level, I started getting back into real estate. And eventually modeling is probably gonna come back around, but it was like, I was giving so much to it and I wasn't getting nothing back. So I'm like, I gotta make a change. And I think that's the big thing I wanted you to share is because sometimes I feel like us entrepreneurs, when we just at that beginning stage and we just trying to secure the bag, bro, it's again, you was at a stage that, yo, you was like, yo, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I got money coming in. Uh, one source of these incomes, like something, if I get a little 100 here, 50 there, 200 there, like that's better than nothing. And I feel like you said this in the past that you felt like, yeah, you was making a little bit more, if so, but like the time you were spending was just kind of, it was productive. Yeah. And those one of those things where I knew I couldn't be at this pace. I couldn't really, and that's why quarantine really helped. Cause I felt like before quarantine, I was just like toiling and doing so many different things. And I said, I can't lose myself in the process. So now I've been on this self-care journey and I realized with myself, I need something in front of me. So I just booked a random trip to, to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and when I did that, it was another type of experience that I never you know, felt before. And it was an amazing experience to go on a, my first solo trip. And it just gave me so much insight about what I want. And at the same time, I didn't do any business. So that's been our word we've been keeping since we started. Probably like, yo, when we go away, we just gonna lock in. And it was beautiful because when I came back refreshed and recharged and I don't feel like all I do is work. I feel like, you know, I need that that recharge 
and, and to get my my creative juices flowing so when i come back i'm in a whole different type of time and let's stress how long did it take you to decide to go on a self-care trip do you do this your first six months in business or how, how long did it take me yeah to like how long did it before you were like i right, i need a self-care trip is this like year one year two what year are we in right now in business we eight years in business <laughs> yeah so it took me a long time so like to even realize myself, like I did things for other people around me, but that was one thing I noticed while I was always working because when it came to other people, I go hard for them, but not hard for me. But when my therapist, she was giving me just to take one day, it took me like five, six months. We were talking about it. Like, yo, just take one day to yourself, just relax, <laughs> recharge. And yo, why are you so hard headed? It took her five, <laughs> five months for you to take one day off, bro. <laughs> I was so focused on goals. You want to get to the next level. And all you do is work, KB. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of backed up. I just booked a random trip to Fort Lauderdale, three weeks in advance. And I had the Airbnb. I had the car. And I had the time of my life. And I'm like, yo, I have to make this my thing now. And for everybody yeah. that's listening, bro, like people want to know, was you really by yourself? Because... <laughs> It's hard for people to believe that like KB the trainer went a solo trip to Florida, an Airbnb with a pool table in the living room, had a <laughs> had a drop top. Like who was recording your videos? Like we were like, what, how did you do that? A selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I actually did it because that's the thing. People always see me in groups, always leading the pack. And I just I was able to lead myself and had no other concerns. So I never, ever been in that position in my life where just like, right, I could just do whatever I want to do. So I went to Miami. I had a ball. Like, it's crazy that people say, like, how did you have so much fun myself? I was like, yeah, I was doing whatever I wanted. I met people. I went to, I went to brunch by myself. Like, it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I feel like a lot of people, they don't understand the importance of a self-care trip and why that is important. But Again, I, I also want all of the entrepreneurs listening to realize this isn't something that happened first six months in business. KB is in year, year eight of running a business and it took him you know eight years to be like, yo, I need to focus on me. And when you're a leader of people, when you're involved with coaching and, and, and training people, like, again, it's so easy to get lost in your clients. You're so focused on everyone else. So I think that I'm glad that you took that trip, bro. And, and, I feel like that was an inspiration for a lot of people to be like, yo, I need, I need something for me. And yeah, bro, I think that's something that people needed to see in the community. It's, it's very important. Like I would have been mad if I'd never been exposed to it. Now that I did it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's major, bro. So here's my experience. When entrepreneurs say, I feel like all I do is work. I remember in 2015, bro, when I missed my first Thanksgiving, my first family Thanksgiving, and I missed my first Christmas in two, in 2016. Then in 2016, I missed my wife's college graduation because I was working. So that's, oh, wow. yeah, I'll never be able to get that back. She graduated college and I was like, I can't make it. I got a trip I got to go on. So that was tough. I missed so many birthday parties. I missed barbecues. And whenever people ask me what I was doing on the weekends, I would just say, yo, I'm working. And to keep it 100, I feel like there was some years I even missed my own birthday, bro. Like I was grinding. I your own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like I was just so I was so caught up in the moment that I was like, yeah, it's my birthday, but I got to work. And I didn't really take time to enjoy anything. And I think all of the reasons of why I miss all of these different events and even my own birthday was because I was working. And the reason why I was going so hard was because I heard Mark Cuban say something, bro. And he said that when he first started his career, he worked five years straight without any days off. So then I automatically thought that's what I needed to do to be successful in business. So I heard that, bro. I locked in and I just, I forgot about a lot of things. And that was one of my biggest challenges is, dang, I look back on it. It's like, bro, I missed so many important moments because I was working and that's tough. I'm glad you pointed out that there's certain people that influence us and you realize, you know, what works for them might not work for you. And it's very to display that as an entrepreneur, an experienced entrepreneur to know, yo, everything we're saying, we don't want you to take it verbatim, but we want you to find out for yourself and create your own lane because you could end up following somebody and their path is different because being that he might not, you know, did that for five years straight, he probably have other problems within his family that he don't speak about. One thing we need to realize I learned from Jim Rome is like he had his whole family. He had his whole calendar for his business throughout the whole year. And his daughter came in the room and looked at the bulletin board and said, Daddy, where's, where are we at? And <laughs> he was like, damn, I didn't put my family part of my schedule. And when I heard that, it just made me realize, Yo, you have to implement family and the things that we love because who are you really doing it for? <laughs> and it's important as entrepreneurs that we, don't, we have time away for ourselves, but we don't go on this island and just desert everything that's around us and, and things that we truly love and then try to come back. Hey, I'm here. You missed out on so many moments where people really need you the most. Yeah. And I think, bro, it's so funny. I didn't know Jim Rohn had that experience. I feel like I heard that story at some point, but it's ironic because it sounded like that happened to me one time as well is I was planning out, I think my week or my month and I was just planning out all my business meetings, all my you know team nights and everything. And then Tiana, she came up to me and was like, where's the date night? Where's my name on your list? And I was like, baby, this is the business planner. This is, this is the planner that this is just all business. And reality was that was my everything planner. But the only thing I was thinking about was business. And yeah. that's, again, those mistakes, those just being locked in the moment is what even drove me. So like when I created my, my planner, the entrepreneur championship planner, bro, it's like I forced all of my entrepreneurs to answer this question. Who do you need to tell that you love them this week and why? Because sometimes mm -hmm. I've realized it, I've experienced it, is we get so locked in that we forget to tell someone that we care about, like, yo, I love you. Yo, I hope everything is good. I miss you. And that's why I put that in my planner, bro, because I think us entrepreneurs, everybody's going to go through that cycle where you just focus more on work and sometimes you forget to tell someone you love that you love them. No, that's deep. That's actually real. And to make that a, a custom and part of your, your weekly routine is going to be so essential because business is always going to be business, but family, things change. There's life, there's death. There's so many experiences that comes along with this. Once you start to realize that it hits you differently because every day is not promised and timing is the most valuable thing that we have here. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why I, 
I'm glad that I experienced that in the beginning part of my career though, bro, because you and me, us going through these experiences as entrepreneurs, bro, I'm glad I'm experiencing this in, in, in my twenties. There are certain people that's listening to this podcast right now that have not experienced that yet. They're grown adults. There are people that are 40 or 50 that's just now realizing the things that you and me were talking about. So it's, it's, it's a tough lesson to learn, but it's better to learn it now than later. I always never wanted to be that dad on the beach with his laptop and the kids is blinking in a snowcast, uh, sandcastle. He just checking emails. Like <laughs> I, I never wanted to be that person. That that when I see that vision, I'm like, nah, I don't want to be that guy. I gotta know how to unplug and then come back to the business when it's time for business. And I think that's a big reason why you and me, we've always said that we didn't want to rush to have kids because we know ourselves and we know that there's been points in, in our career that we've been selfish, like extremely yeah. selfish, but we're aware of that. So it's like, I'm selfish and I'm focused on me. I'm focused on creating a future. And if I bring someone else into this world, I won't be able to give them hundred percent, not in this current moment. So there's nothing wrong for entrepreneurs listening. If you got a kid right now and you still in the grind stage, yo, it is what it is. You just got to buy the entrepreneur championship planner and, <laughs> and plan out your days better. But you got to be, you got to be aware of yourself and, and know, yo, if this is your, this is the game that you in, this is your situation, get good at it because it's your cards that you dealt. Facts. So let's tap into the second problem. I feel like I'm not making progress. Oh yeah, I heard this many times, like throughout my years of training, like from my clients, they always say, I feel like I'm not making progress. And I always find that the people who want max results always give the minimum effort. <laughs> and success, it doesn't work like that. Or those same people are not even appreciating where they're at, or they never look at how far they came. So it's, progress is very subjective. Yeah. Because you might think you should be here and you're at this space, but you're not where you at before. So it's, it's important to be grateful of the process. So being an entrepreneur, you're like, wow, I only have 10 clients. Do you remember when you only had zero? You got to really appreciate those moments because you're not, you don't have 100 clients yet. Yeah, we get it. You're coming. You're taking a step above. You're taking steps. And that's the most important part that you continue to take the steps. So when my clients, they feel like this. I always evaluate them before assuming their efforts. Okay. So I ask them, like, have you been doing your homework? Have you been eating right? Have you been sleeping more? Have you been drinking your water? And they'd be like, I didn't do everything. <laughs> so it's like, how do you expect to have this X amount of results as an entrepreneur? How do you expect to have this X amount of dollars or time freedom if you're not even giving your all? Yeah. And it, it just baffles me to be that people think like this and think that it's okay to, you feel like a sense of entitlement. Like I should be here right now. I should be this, but what are you really doing when it's time to work? Are you just posting on Instagram and yo, I'm doing it. I'm getting to the bag. Or are you actually getting to the bag when, <laughs> when Instagram is, is not on? I think that's the biggest issue. That's the biggest issue right there, bro, is everybody they want the results. They want what they see everybody else has, but they're not doing nothing when no one's looking. It's like, whenever I ask people what's integrity, they say integrity is doing what you're supposed to when no one's watching. And to be honest, any entrepreneur that sometimes feels like they're not making progress or they feel stagnant is because their integrity level is low. 
And I know that might be a bullet for some people, but that's what integrity means, bro. Get your integrity up. If you're an entrepreneur <laughs> and you're not hitting your goals, get your integrity up because that, that clearly means you're not doing something when the people is not watching. Yeah. And just because you work doesn't mean you're going to be trading time for money as an entrepreneur. Get that through your head. You could do something for 40 hours, but if you're doing 40 hours wrong, then you, you of course, you're going to be still be stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> so don't have busy work. Be effective. Get the real shit done. <laughs> yeah, bro. And it's and it's clear. So like, here's one thing that I got. I put that from my experience. There's been so many months, KB, that I felt like I've not made any progress because I'm gonna use hiring people as an example. When it comes to hiring people, I would do three interviews with a person, bro. So we do a first round interview, a preliminary interview. I do a second round, then I do a third round. And then I would bring someone a part of the team. They would say they're excited about the position. And then, bro, they will go one day in the field and then boom, they quit the very first day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all right, I got to start this process again. Do the first, the second, the third, get a person in the field. Then they last for a week and then they quit. And then I got to start the process again, do a first, second, third. And it's, it, it felt so repetitive and it just felt like, what am I doing? And it would just get me so irritated, man, because I'm like, why do I keep, I'm trying my best. I'm giving people my best foot forward. I'm giving people opportunity and then they're just giving up. And then here's another example, bro, is so, you know, that that whole process of hiring people. Right. So I'll take someone, then they'll give up. Now, it's even on a bigger scale is when I would take someone that would make it into a leadership role, make it into an assistant management role, and then eventually make it into my position, a man like a ownership, a full time entrepreneurship role. And then after they make it into management, they will go out of business. And I'm just like, yo, does it ever stop? It just feels like it's a revolving door, bro. So when one of the people that you promote go out of business, what does that really look like on your behalf? So it's, all right, I take someone brand new, not knowing much about business. I give them well, the- how, mu how much does that cost you? <laughs> oh, oh, you just want to know the numbers. Yeah. So bro, it costs a lot of money, man. Because one, the most important thing, even beyond the money, my time, like- on average, for me to take someone from an entry-level role into my position takes at least 14 to 15 months. So that's at least a year of my time that I'll never be able to get back. And then on top of that, when they get into my position, I invest in that person. So I give them anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000 to help them open up a location. Now, we're talking time and money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Like, and the worst thing, bro, is the example I have for that one. I remember, bro, I had one guy on my team that it actually took me three years, three years to get him into a management position, bro. And then this guy went out of business in six days. Wait. <laughs> three years of shadowing you and seeing everything that you go through just to go out of business in six days, not even seven. No, <laughs> <laughs> six days, bro, six days. And KB, I like, I felt as a leader, I failed because I think I broke the record of uh, the longest, not the longest, but the quickest someone has ever went out of business, bro. Like 
he he might have still hold this record six days. It took me three years to prep him, to have meetings, have breakfast, like coach him, mentor him, inspire him. And then he finally hit the pinnacle that I've been working towards getting him to. And in six days, bro, six, he went out of business. And how much was the, the open office? 15,000 or 13? For him, I gave him 15. 15,000 divided by six. That's $2,500 a day. <laughs> <laughs> Down the drain. <laughs> yeah, bro. And it really, the way I felt after that, bro, I felt that regardless of what position someone got into, it was going to turn over. And I started to get like depressed and frustrated. And again, like I know how entrepreneurs feel when they feel stagnant, but then I had to realize that my job was to give someone an opportunity then allow them to decide what they're going to do with it. Because KB, no one had to force me to understand my opportunity. So I think that sometimes as an entrepreneur, we tend to, you know, put the blame on ourselves for things that are out of our control. And again, in my eyes, I felt like I was stagnant, but in someone else's eyes, they're like, yo, lay, you doing what you're supposed to do. You putting people in a position to win. They just choose it not to when they get there. So again, like being stagnant or not feeling like you're not growing is based on it's based on the individual of what you view as being stagnant is. And that was yeah. tough. We call it, we call it, you have a term to say charge it to the game. Because I feel like I invested in so many people as far as training, being a therapist, or giving them meal plans, and either get the results and scatter, or they'd be on their way to getting results and they just quit after two weeks. And it, it does something to you, to, to you as a leader, make you feel like, yo, I have no hope in people anymore. Yeah. And you have to dig deep in why you even started and realize it just, it comes with it. It's a part of the process. It's the ugly part. Like success, it ain't sexy like that. You know what I mean? Until the results actually do hit. And that's why when I do have a transformation, no matter how big or how small or whoever it is, virtual or in person, I make the most of that. And I really show so much gratitude and humble about the process because there were so many people who failed me. And there's so many people who disappointed me after giving them so much effort and energy. So when you do get that win, appreciate that win. Don't just be uh, modest about it. Like really exploit that because you've been, you had so many scars that nobody saw before. And what's crazy too is that when you look back on the people you invest in, you're like, yo, I listen to your problems. Like, <laughs> I took time out of my day to hear you out about, you know, everything that you was frustrated about. And then when I put you in a position to win, you give up on yourself. It makes you feel, it, there's times that you feel like, why did I even care to listen to what you have to say? Like, but, but it's tough because it's a balance because you just never know. Because then the flip side of it, all it takes is for you to have that one employee, that one client that hits the home run and it makes up for everybody else that's ever given up on themselves. Facts. It's just, they've forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next, bro. So let's jump to the next problem. The third problem is I feel like I'm losing my passion. What I got to say about that is the passion is gone for your business when the love is not there. The love is not there because there's no growth. There's no growth for your business because you're not challenging yourself anymore. So a routine entrepreneur will perish at every level 
because there's not a bigger vision in place. Hold on, say that one more time. <laughs> I started from the top. <laughs> <laughs> the passion is going for your business when the love is not there. The love is not there because there's no growth. And there's no growth because you're not challenging yourself anymore. A routine entrepreneur will always perish at every level because there isn't a bigger vision in place. Wow. And I remember being a routine entrepreneur where you talk to people, you help them, they come, they train, they work out. And it's, yo, it has to be more than this. Like my life, I know I can do more things, but it has to be some type of challenge. And it hit me like, I have to do something different. And I actually start doing challenges within my business and creating competition. And once I started doing that, it ignited my clients. It ignited me to make sure that they all win and hit their goals. So you can't do the same thing. What's the point of being an entrepreneur if you're going to run it like a nine to five? Because usually nine to five, you have the same type of assignments every week. You know what time you're getting off, what time you're getting in, what you're getting paid. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, be a true thoroughbred entrepreneur and really put some things in place that's going to add some spice into it and make it sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro, because I think if, as an entrepreneur, it's a balance. Like, you do want to have structure, but then you also don't want to get bored in the process. You don't want to feel like everything is going to be the exact same and there's no excitement. There's nothing to look forward to. So for all of the entrepreneurs, like, I want you all to find a balance. Like, yes, you need to have systems so people know what to expect. But as an entrepreneur, you have to change it up and spice it up for your self-pleasure clients let them know like your employees let them know what the structure of the workout what the day what to expect on the delivery but you have to make it fun for yourself that's what i've realized so my experience is even though i love teaching sales i hate when people give up on themselves because like i said i feel like when they give up on themselves i feel like they're giving up on me and over the last few months I've been losing my excitement of just being in Indianapolis because I feel like I did what everyone thought I wasn't going to do. Like, bro, I did over $3 million in revenue. I promoted over four people into a management role. I became the best owner in my market. And the other issue was that, like, I was irritated of all of the campaigns changes, like the like our client just kept changing things. Like before it was like once every six months and then it went to like once every five, every three. And then now I feel like they changing things every month. So it was like, I just felt like it was taking the fun out of it. And it just wasn't like the same consistency that I was used to. And Plus, I realized that, like, yo, I kept my wife away from her family for almost six years just to build my business and gain the experience I needed to be able to become an established business owner. And to top it off, like, the, one of the other reasons why I felt like I was losing my passion and my excitement was because, like, I only had three or four employees that was, like, really exciting me to, to grind for them because... As an entrepreneur, whether you have employees or whether you have clients, it's so important to have people around you that motivate you to be better for them. Once you don't have those things, it like it defeats the purpose. So I thought like I thought real hard, bro. And I decided that it's just best for me to move back to the East Coast, like versus now versus later. 
because the people who believe in me and and they want to grow, they going they gonna follow me regardless of where I'm at. And then I also felt like I just needed a change of scenery because I did everything I wanted to do, bro. And I realized that once I have a change of scenery, it's gonna re- relight the fire for me to go after it. Yeah, it's gonna be a new challenge, a new environment. So, like, far as like the actual business, how do you even keep the passion there from the first sale to the thousand sale? Like, how do how do you personally keep the passion and drive there? In the beginning stages, the first three four years, even the beginning, not nah, yeah, but I say three four years, like you get an adrenaline, you get like a, a high when you make a sale because it's, as entrepreneurs, we always say we eat what we kill. So it's always the the chase. The chase is always more enjoyable than the the result sometimes because you're just like, yo, I, I'm going after it, I'm going after it. And that's how I pay my bills. But then it gets to a point that like, all right, I know I'm going to pay my bills now. Like what now? And the only thing that keeps me, keeps the fire going is the fact of me teaching and developing somebody else. Because it got to a point that like, I know I'm good. I know I'm always going to be good, but I want to transfer that confidence that I have into someone else that don't have that level of confidence. They doubt themselves. They don't have anyone that's ever told them that they could be anything bigger than what they've ever seen. So I think that's what keeps the, the, the passion for me now is instilling that inspiration into somebody else. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm glad you put it that way because it makes me think that it's a stigma that entrepreneurs or people who excel in business only care about themselves. But I truly believe that we wouldn't be successful without others because once after we become good, our expenses is paid for, we making money, it feels so much better to help someone be in a better position. Yeah. Because you feel the a super form of significance. Because like people always say, you got abs you want already. Yeah, that feels good, but I get bored after a while. I get bored, but when I help somebody else get abs, and I get to bring that experience to them. I'm like, yo, you got to have abs at least for one day. Like you got to <laughs> know what it, <laughs> you got to know what it feels like. That excitement, that confidence. And I think that's what, you know, keeps me going. Because I help women get results in from, from one week to four weeks to six months to a year. Like, I've done so many different pinnacles. It's, I really have to draw in on the actual person. And that's what helped me bring out the passion for it again. Because somebody who can't even do a push-up, now they be able to do 10 push-ups or two pull-ups. Like, that's what keeps me going. It's like micro goals that in others. Because we just the people just think entrepreneurs is just so selfish and we only care about money. And I just hate that. And where we care about growth and keep in and keeping the ball moving. Absolutely. And that's what the game really comes down to because again, once we know we good, it, it becomes boring. And even as an investor, even as a person that whatever industry you in, you once you become established, once you know that you're taken care of, you have to find a way to keep the fire, keep the fire going. And the best way to do that is to give someone else that feeling. Once someone else experiences that, then it gives you a new challenge. I really want our entrepreneurs that's listening to understand that, yo, why do KB and I, we keep saying success isn't sexy, is because there's a lot of 
repetitiveness. There's a lot of consistency that's required to accomplish it. So we hope that y'all really took something away from one of our three experiences and found a way to relate it to yourself. And now we're ready to share with y'all the solution. So KB, what's the first solution you got? Reset and take a day off. That's That sounds weird for me even saying that based on my experience. <laughs> but it's so true. Like a quarterly recharge is essential, is essential for every entrepreneur, no matter what stage you're at. And I feel like it doesn't have to be something extravagant, but at least just a day in your house, just soaking your thoughts. So when I take days off from doing business, I always come back with a, a better drive. It's you having your spouse or kids, it could be annoying with them being around you all day. But when you, you instantly miss them after a while, it might take a day or two or maybe a week for others. But when you get back and you regroup with them, you want to show them what you have done in the last couple of days. You want to show them love that you never felt before. So it's like the time away is needed. And it always goes back to you know, your famous uh, AOL away message. If I'm going, how can you ever, if I'm never going, how could you ever miss me? If you never leave your business for a couple of days, how can you ever truly miss it or know or have come back with a new thoughts or a new drive? So take a day off and reset. Yeah, bro. And that's very similar to my solution as well. My solution, I said for when our entrepreneurs say, I feel like all I do is work. I say, earn time off. In the beginning stages of your business, you have to be willing to work your ass off for six months to two years, depending on how good or bad your systems are, so you could become established. But after that, take those weekend vacations. Give yourself something to look forward to. And remember, the goal is to enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the process, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Now, when I grind, I think about my next trip. I don't even, <laughs> that's what keeps me going. You know what? I'm grinding because I go on my next trip. I'm getting everything I want. And what I would have waited to Fort Lauderdale was there's nothing I can't afford right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Because> you're different. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I put in the work when I was here. It's like when it's time to work, it's time to work. But when it's time to play, oh, we're going to play. <laughs> bro that's a fact and again you earn that so i think that's the important part to it you ain't going you ain't like have to put nothing on your credit card because you're like nah this is all me if i want it i'm gonna get it yeah earn your leisure <laughs> <laughs> facts uh my second takeaway for uh, entrepreneurs who feel like i'm not making progress i want to say this get fully engaged like literally in your business start stop doing two things at once like really get engaged with your clients or your employees and once you get fully engaged you will have that uh, that level of focus yeah and you appreciate the process of the little things that you're doing that's going to force you to make progress you could be for people you could be the trainer that's just sitting on your phone and tell them i right, do 10 laps do 20 jumping jacks or you could be the one that's really locking in on the literal movements because if you if you lock in on your clients to a certain extent is going to produce healthy habits for them. Is going to get better results because mm. they need to work. They need to work with you when they they need to work out when they're not with you. So it's one of those things where you have to get really involved in your business, get really involved with your employees, really try to know what's going on, and try to get an excite to get them motivated to go out and make those sales because they go, they need a why just like you needed your why. And I think once we get to a certain level, we get 
where God is going at that moment. And you have to be able to plug in and get with people and meet them where they're at. So get engaged. Because the thing is, if you're not engaged, you could be putting in the hours and not be engaged. Like you could be there, but not be present. So I think that that's a very important and vital point. And that takes me to my solution. So my solution is for my entrepreneurs, any entrepreneur that says, I feel like I'm not making progress. My solution is you are making problems. My solution is you are making progress when you're able to do your job without thinking about it, right? If you get to a point that you're able to do your job without thinking about what your next move is, you are making progress because remember, there was a point in your career that you had to think about what you need to do next in your business. And, And everybody goes through that. Instead, when you get to a point to where you feel stagnant or you're not growing as fast as you would like, remember this term, muscle memory. And what I say about muscle memory is once you feel like you've maxed out how strong you could get that muscle, or in other words, that part of your business, it's time to find a new way to add variation to that process or master a new process. The goal is to master different parts of your business, teach it to someone else, then move on to the new task. I like that. For the third problem, I feel like I'm losing my passion. My solution is test the waters. Switch up your business goals and methods. You're you're an entrepreneur. You need something in front of you to pull you to that next level. So like for me, in the beginning of 2021, I set a goal to help 100 women be transformed through my personal training program. So far, I'm at 50 bodies and it's only me. Because I'm like, let me look at the bigger picture here and let me share this with them to know that I am counting on you so I can hit my goals and I'm going to do whatever on my behalf that you can hit yours so I can hit mine. And I think by me doing that, it just gave me extra motivation and it gives me something to shoot for. Because entrepreneurs is like, if there's a bonus out there, there's something I could obtain then I want it, a real thoroughbred one. Because that's the whole point. We don't like a nine to five, not because it's not going to make us a millionaire. We, that's one reason. <laughs> but the other reason is that it's just no excitement. There's nothing new. So if you have a own, your own business, you got to create those things for yourself. Create those pinnacles, create those goals. You got to spice it up because success, is, it ain't sexy unless you make it sexy. Facts. And I think that, like I said, You only lose your passion as an entrepreneur when you stop having fun in the journey or when you lose sight of your purpose. And Mm. like the biggest thing for me is keeping motivating people around you and remembering why you even started in the first place. That's so key to make sure that you never lose your process. You started your business so you could do what you love, take care of yourself and your loved ones, and to create financial freedom. So make sure if you ever catch yourself saying you're losing your passion, start having fun and keep your purpose right in front of you. Yo, when you said that, it also made me think about when we had a conversation uh, last January and I was telling you I wanted to make 8K. And you're like, why make eight? Go for 10. (laughs) (laughs) And that little spark, it, it challenged me because I'm like, yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you say have important people around you and have that accountability group, it helps even more. 
when you have somebody shooting for what you're shooting for or just give you that little spark, yo, do more. You say you could do 50, do 100. And it's important to have th- that circle of safety as an entrepreneur. Like, you can't grow without that. And the only reason why I said to shoot for 10 for the month was because I did it. So I know if I did it, you will be able to find a way to do it in your industry as well. So I think that's why I want my entrepreneurs to like keep a certain level of people in your circle that's elevating, that's going to elevate you, that's playing the game at a high level, that's going to raise your standard because that's the only way to make success sexy is like you you want to have good people with you. And I ain't never looked back since last January. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. It's getting real sexy now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, bro. And again, I want people to realize, yo, it takes time, man. You get with good people and you find ways to enjoy the process. And success can be sexy. It can. So what's your final takeaway, KB? My final takeaway is for entrepreneurs to understand that it's gonna be long hours. It's going to be long nights. It's going to be early mornings. And a lot of things that you see or experience, a lot of people not are ever going to experience it. It's literally just for you. And when you accept that and realize that this is part of the journey, people will fail you, but you can't fail yourself. Yeah. If you really, if you really want to make it out on the other side. Feeling stagnant, feel like you're not making progress, it's normal. But once you go back to the drawing board and realize I have grown X, X amount, X, Y, Z in a certain amount of months, I have helped these certain amount of people. This is what I'm headed. You really start narrowing down. You start to appreciate your growth and you show that form of gratitude, which is very important. And, and the next aspect is keeping other people around you and challenges in front of you. Yeah. When you do that, it'll propel you to a level that you never thought you could achieve. And now you're looking I think so minimum, yo, I'm never making just 8K a month anymore. But that's a real story. So it's, once you reach a certain level, it becomes a standard. Now it's an expectation. And now it's like, all right, let's go make 25. Let's go make 50 a month. And it's, yo, who are we, how, who are we to talk like this now? <laughs> <laughs> and once you set a standard and the people around you have a certain standard, you're always going to grow and be sexy on the other side. Yeah, bro. Like it, the reason we talk like that is because we earned it and, and we leveled up and we went through it. So that's major. And for all my entrepreneurs, man, I want you to look at success like this. Success is like watching grass grow or watching paint dry. Success doesn't happen overnight. The process is gritty and the journey can feel long, but you have to walk through the mud and be underpaid at first. So when you eventually start flying in a private jet, you will know that you deserve everything that you've earned. Entrepreneurhood. Anyone can start, but only champions finish. Now that you've completed this episode, you're ready to continue your journey by connecting directly with our hosts of Entrepreneurhood. Follow us on Instagram at The Entrepreneurhood to stay updated with the community. For each episode, the first set of listeners to tag us on Instagram and leave a five-star review will be entered into a drawing to get a free one-on-one coaching session on the topic of entrepreneurship with our hosts. Remember, there is no shame in struggling because we fail, we grow, and we win right here on Entrepreneurhood.